Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. And along the same lines, uh, we now have joining us on the drivehubler.com hotline, Representative Jim Lucas, who also, as in uh, most sessions anymore, uh, has reason uh, to be celebrated and congratulated because we had another Pro 2A bill authored by Jim make it through the uh, Indiana General Assembly and arrive on Governor Holcomb's desk. So, Jim, first of all, thanks for coming back, man. We we're, we're always love it when you, you rejoin us here on the Gun Guy Show. Oh, Guy, thank you. Uh, the players are always mine, so thank you. Absolutely. So, House Bill 1177, and, and I've testified in favor of this. I testified in favor of it this year uh, over in the House. I've testified uh, in favor of different iterations of this over the last two or three uh, sessions of the General Assembly. You finally got it done, man. You got it through uh, both the House and the Senate. Overwhelmingly, I saw just just last week, I think, in the Senate, like 41 to 8 or something. Um, yeah. That's, uh, it was fa- fabulous. Uh, but let's talk about what this bill does. And, and and it provides, and, and, and you jump in here, it's your bill, you wrote it, um, but it, it provides a standardized curriculum and some funding to train teachers if and only if a local school district makes the decision uh, to arm teachers uh, in school. Um, did I get that about right? Yeah, sure, you nailed it. I mean, it, as with all gun rights legislation that you and I have been working on through hell the past decade, the misinformation being spread about this one is equal to, if not greater, than everything else we've worked on. And it's, it's really frustrating. All this bill is, is, is what you just read, Guy, in the summary there. is It's just a standardized training format. And this, this training format is based on the 40 hours required of police officers to graduate from the law enforcement academy. So we used 40 hours as a base. Um, I worked with people that train police officers and have military background, you know, the people you would want to go to. And I said, hey, just design a 40-hour course where a teacher or staff member will at least have a chance in those last few seconds to be able to defend themselves. And I said, I'm not looking to make teachers or staff a SWAT team. It's purely defensive use only, you know, and a chance to save their life. And the thing is, the school corporation has to volunteer. They have to want this. And the teachers and staff, they as well have to volunteer and pass a psychological examination. And upon completion of the class, the state pays for it. Well, so let's talk about some of that disinformation. Um, because, you know, I've been to a lot of hearings on this bill over the last three or four years. Certainly the last three. Because yeah. you've introduced it each time. And, uh, for instance, I've heard, well, this... Uh, takes local control away from a school board, uh, and the state now will determine if a, a particular uh, school is going to have armed teachers or not. 100% not true. I mean, under existing law right now, Guy, and I know you know this, um, any school corporation out there in the state of Indiana can determine their own carry policy on school grounds. You know, you, you might have a school corporation that says, hey, we recognize the Second Amendment rights of people. 
carry. Uh, but as we've seen now, the overwhelming majority don't want to uh, for various reasons. But this is just a tool in the toolbox for those that might be interested in doing it. Okay, well, now, uh, though, let's go to the next one, because I've heard this over and over. Let's say, okay, um, this now says that if my school district uh, decides to arm teachers, I, as a teacher, and, and listen, I, you know, I became, I heard this over and over, I, I became a teacher because I, I wanted, you know, to be a caretaker in the sense that I, I care about kids. I want to, you know, I, I want to be there. I want to teach. I don't want to be a security guard. I don't want to carry a gun. And now because of this bill, I can be forced into carrying a gun when I don't want to carry a gun as a teacher. God, where to start on that one? <laughs> I mean, you heard it. You heard it more yeah, than one. I, I, I heard it a dozen times. Yeah. At, um, well, as, as I know you feel, if, if a person doesn't want to carry a firearm, I don't want you carrying a firearm. Exactly. Because you have to be confident in it, um, responsible. We should be responsible, if nothing else. Hold people responsible for carrying a firearm and any stupid things they might do. But no, um, this is this is as simple as it gets. And the, if teachers, guy, and I know the facts out there, the Indiana State Police shows there's 1.2 million Hoosiers with an active license to carry handgun. Yep. Okay, that's 20 percent of the adult population. So those 20 percent understand, um, you know, it is their responsible. It's it's their responsibility, as ruled by the Supreme Court, that their safety is their responsibility, not the police. Yeah. And we're, we're not merely what we're doing is those teachers out there. And there are a lot of teachers out there and staff that would love to be able to carry. Um, we're recognizing their right and desire to do so. Well, exactly. And, you know, um, I've had teachers approach me, and, and certainly I've had them come to me and say, you know, I don't want to carry a gun. Uh, I'm not in favor of guns in schools. And I say, I respect your opinion. You communicate that position to your local school board, and they agree with you, you won't have guns in your school. And this bill doesn't change anything about that. The school board is has 100% authority, as they do now. This doesn't change that at all. But, but even the next step, and this is what I said, I've said every time I've testified, I've said, listen, and you mentioned the first part of this already, Jim, and that is that today a school board can authorize anybody they want to. They can authorize a parent, um, a custodian, staff, anybody they want to, to possess a gun on school property today under current law. And all and this says, and all 1177 does, your bill, it says, if a school board makes that decision, then this then provides a standardized curriculum and funding, which is very important, so we won't put that financial burden on the school district, to, to make sure that if the school board makes that decision, big if, but if they do, that those teachers are going to be as well-trained with a firearm as a sworn police officer based on the number of training hours involved. And I said, if your school district makes this decision, it's totally their decision, but if they do, wouldn't you want those teachers to be well-trained? and have that resource available to them. However you feel about guns in schools, if you can answer that question, no, even if my school district makes that decision, I don't want those teachers to be trained. Does that make any sense? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not funny. I didn't mean to laugh. It's frustrating. But No, no, I know. Well, the, the, the good news is, the good news is, based on votes like 41 to 8, in the Senate, and, and and it was a by a huge ratio in the House as well. You were able to get your message across, 
and your fellow legislators uh, were able to separate the wheat from the chaff. And now it sits on Governor Holcomb's desk. And uh, you have any inkling on 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 that? You, you know which way the governor might be be leaning based on you know communication with his staff. I uh, we worked with the governor's office throughout this, and so I mean that's a good sign. You know they reached out to us on some minor technical issues and asked if we would correct it. And I mean, of course we're going to correct that, but all indications are positive. So that's what I'm going off of now. You know we just uh, session just ended here. And seems like nine minutes ago. <laughs> right. Well, it was like at three in the morning or something. I think. Yeah, it was. It was a late night. But uh, I, I'm sure the governor's staff wants to take a couple of days just to decompress, and then they'll start looking at, you know, the bills that they have coming their way, and I'm sure they'll prioritize or whatever method they use. But I, I cannot see Governor Holcomb vetoing this bill. Yeah. Yeah, for exactly the reasons we've been through. But that's one of the reasons I also wanted to have you on. I mean, I'm sure the governor himself uh, and the people on his staff are able to understand what the bill does and doesn't do. But, man, I, in my experience, it never hurts to make sure we're, we're uh, playing a little truth or fiction and debunking all the misinformation, um, yeah. including any that might make its way to the governor. And including, I guarantee you, there are people calling the governor right now. There's probably people from Mom's Demand or who knows what group calling the governor's office office going, oh, no, you know, you, you can't do this. We're going to have unwilling teachers being forced to carry guns. It's just good to reinforce the, the truth about your bill and and uh, and debunk uh, the misinformation. Well, two things, and you alluded to this earlier on um, the 40 hours, you said that teachers and staff would be uh, tra- equally trained to, you know, a, a law enforcement academy graduate. I would argue they'll be better trained because this is more specific defensive-based scenario training for one specific, you know, issue. And then the other fact, um, you know, the current fact um, you can train about 40 staff members for the one-year salary of a school resource officer. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I mean, in terms of cost effectiveness, and and you know, at the end of the day too, and I, I've always said this, is to me this is this is simple because obviously, if if a school board arms teachers, you want them to be trained. But secondly, at the end of the day, if you're that teacher or you have a kid in a classroom, either one, and and God forbid, an armed you know mass shooter kicks in the door of that classroom, do you want that teacher? Uh, defending him or herself and all those kids with empty hands, or do you want to give them a fighting chance? Again, I don't think that's a hard question. No, it shouldn't be, but, you know, tragically it was. It took almost five years to get this legislation through, but uh, we finally made it, thanks to you. Well, not not me. I mean, I I, I weighed in a little bit here and there, but you fought this battle for three years. So, and that's why I have you on too to also say thanks and congratulations because we do that about every year, man. We usually have something to celebrate that you fought through the General Assembly. So, uh, wanted to congratulate you on this one as well, man. Thanks for joining us. Oh, my pleasure, guys. Thank you. You have a good weekend. You betcha.